0: And now, Our Voices Today.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to Our Voices Today here on W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM, Burton Bell Car Community Radio, streaming live from W.O.V.U. dot And, of course, the W.O.V.U., the one and only w mobile app which you can download to your android or apple device uh from the google play store or the apple app store i don't know i was thinking about other uh types of devices but the operating systems for our cellular telephonic uh uh, portals that we hold you know close to our bodies nearly at all times of the day uh there there's only two there's only two there's a multitude of different phones and phone companies uh manufacturers that is because there's a limited amount of service companies but manufacturers but there's only two operating choice uh sir uh systems i apologize our listening audience i am a bit tired are you tired i stayed up i watched the presidential debate the final presidential debate of this election season and then uh stayed up for hours later listening to the post debate analysis and then was just up you know i was up Just uh, couldn't sleep. Didn't maybe even didn't want to go to sleep. I don't know. I wanted the fun to continue because it was so fun watching our two choices, the only two choices for uh, president that we have on this november's ballot please make sure you get out and vote vote early if you can and uh like dr reverend dr McMichael said i believe that was him that jay was talking to this morning uh if you must go out on november 3rd to the polls on election day be patient yes be patient but uh and remember uh our wonderful friend And family to W.O.V.U. Asia Jones will be giving out candy this Sunday. If you decide to go down to the Cuyahoga County Board of Elections and Vote early. This Sunday, you can get some free candy from Asia Jones. She'll be wearing a Barry the Bee costume. If you remember uh, the Bee movie, I love that movie. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld does the voice of Barry the Bee. And uh, she will be wearing a costume. So look out for Asia Jones in a Barry the Bee costume at the Cuyahoga County Board of Elections this Sunday. She'll be giving out candy, keeping you energized uh, while you stand in line to make your voice heard and your vote count. Also, be sure you make it all the way to the end of your ballot and uh, make a decision on issue 68, a very important levy that is set to be renewed and increased uh, due to expenses at the Cleveland Metropolitan School District. Now I'm confused. On the ballot, it says Cleveland Municipal School District. But CEO Eric Gordon says cleveland metropolitan school district i need some clarification on the language language is important but it doesn't matter whether you call it the cleveland municipal school district or the cleveland metropolitan school district it needs your support and by it that entire organization includes all of our wonderful beautiful children here in cleveland that need those resources to continue and also the district needs funds to cover all the expenses as we all have had to cover you know safety precautions technology due to the COVID 19 pandemic so go out and cast your vote remember issue 68 is on the ballot um and, you know, make sure that before you go, you know, you you, you get into yeah, uh, a good, calm mindset. Maybe do some meditation or some prayers. Make sure you eat something. You don't want to be grumpy. We want to just have a peaceful voting experience. So welcome again, our listeners. I hope you are well. And uh, it's Jumpstart Friday, and I'm excited as usual to have some wonderful, wonderful guests here with us, uh, courtesy of uh, Vicki McDonald and Tasia Duckworth. Shout out to them over at Jumpstart, helping us coordinate these wonderful, wonderful, cu- coordinate and curate. I, use, I like, you know, you know, I'm a vocabulary and curate these wonderful conversations for you, our. Listening audience. So, I will go ahead and uh, bring in our two guests for Jumpstart Friday. They are joining us by phone. And so, I will go ahead and introduce Katie first. She is uh, the Director of Programming and Community Engagement of HFLA of Northeast Ohio. Uh, HFLA is a nonprofit whose mission is to provide interest free loans to individuals, students, and small business owners who are unable to access traditional forms of capital. They are committed to providing more equity in lending and helping their bow borrowers, that's a mouthful, borrowers build borrowers, I'm sorry, borrowers build credit so that they can access conventional loans down the line. Uh, Katie joined the team at HFLA almost five years ago, and she has worked in the nonprofit sector. of Northeast Ohio for over 12 years. She is a certified financial counselor and is passionate about wealth building, racial equity, and personal integrity. Katie has a Bachelor of Arts in Sociology from Cleveland State University, and she will graduate in May, or has graduated, with her Master's of Nonprofit Administration from John Carroll University. In her spare time, Katie volunteers with Golden Treasures golden retriever rescue and enjoys spending time outdoors with her family katie welcome to our voices today
2: thank you tc i'm super
1: happy to be here awesome thank you so much for joining us and also on the line from jumpstart itself is patty I do Did I get it, Patty? Did I get it right? Yeah. Yay. All (laughs) right. And Patty is the manager of workshops and advisory services with Jumpstart, uh, which means that she supports all of Jumpstart's educational programming efforts while providing direct technical assistance to their highest potential clients. Prior to joining Jumpstart, Patty was a development finance analyst at the City of Cleveland's Economic Development Department, where she oversaw the development of the small business retail incubator in Glenville. Beforehand, as a relationship manager at Economic and Community Development Institute, we all know it as ECDI, she coached small business entrepreneurs seeking funding to expand or start their businesses that resulted in one and a half million dollars in microloans to the local entrepreneurial Ecosystem. So, welcome, Patty, to our voices today.
3: Thank you, TC. Great to be here.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you to both of you uh, for joining us today. So, today our conversation is going to uh, uh, center around funding, how small businesses and entrepreneurs um, obtain funding. So, um, Patty, let's start with you. Um, tell us, you know, how. Uh, Your role at Jumpstart and Jumpstart as a whole helps small businesses and entrepreneurs gain access to critical funding to uh, help their businesses begin or grow. Yeah, of course.
3: Um, So we work one-on-one with our entrepreneurs to really understand their needs, um, making sure that they're prepared for their applications when it comes to seeking out funding and really helping them determine what organizations that are part of our ecosystem would be the best fit for them and their financial needs at the moment. Um, so it really starts with anything from, um, you know, filling out the application to understanding the, the, the different components of business plan, being able to articulate it all when, when it comes to meeting with a, an, either a banker or an alternative um, source lender but really making sure that they are prepared and understand what they're being asked for.
1: Yeah, what are some uh, things that new business owners or entrepreneurs may not think of in terms of funding? You know, a lot of times, well, you know, I can imagine that a lot of times um, people can... um, Maybe not think about, you know, we're so consumed with the idea and the project itself, maybe not thinking about, okay, well, how are we going to pay for everything? What are some of like the biggest, um, I guess, maybe roadblocks or or un um, looked over aspects of funding that you encounter with the clients that you work with?
3: I think something that's really surprising to a lot of small business owners is really that your personal credit reflects your business's ability to access capital. Um, And so it's really important for entrepreneurs or uh, wanting to be entrepreneurs to really understand their personal credit. If there are any issues in their personal credit, definitely start working on those because that will really hinder their ability to to access capital for their business. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
3: Secondly is really understanding the cost of the overall project. Um, so I've heard a lot uh, of entrepreneurs say, you know, I need, I need money to open my restaurant or I need money to open you know, a, a studio. But just really understanding all the costs that go into that is really detrimental because that will really um, enable us to understand what kind of amount of funding they're looking for and where they can access it.
1: Awesome. And so, uh, Katie, you are the director of programming um, with FHFLA, which is the Hebrew Free Loan Association. Um, Tell us, you know, about your uh, how you got connected with Jumpstart and how you aim to uh, enable um, entrepreneurs and small business owners, you know, uh, really build out their dreams with funding and access to funding.
2: Sure. So we have a great working relationship with Jumpstart. Um, and I've known Patty for a long time. So I'm really happy to be on the, the call today with her. So Jumpstart actually granted us um, $150,000 at the end of last year, for specifically for minority owned businesses, which is really exciting, because that's what we do at HFLA, right? We provide the loans. So Patty's talking about the assistance that entrepreneurs can get, which is so important, and getting them ready to potentially apply for that funding. So I always say HSLA is kind of like the funder that might open the door to future funding. We do interest-free loans, which are great. They're easy to pay back. They have understandable, clear terms, but they only go up to $10,000, so they're only going to get you so far. But again, you know, this can be a really great pathway into future funding through other alternative lenders, through the city, through the bank even. And that's our ultimate goal is to get you ready, get you to start building more positive credit and get you ready to move on to bigger and better financing.
1: So, you know, Patty mentioned that uh, personal credit is really important when it comes to uh, accessing resources for your business uh, talk about how you work with people who may have less than perfect credit um, in uh, getting uh, access to you know the loans that you provide absolutely um, and
2: that's that's a lot of the people that we hear from and that we work with so personal credit of course is something that affects you in all aspects of your life and it's something that I encourage everyone to you know, take a look at and know what's on your credit report and don't ever be surprised, even if you're coming to us to talk to us at HFLA. So sometimes we can work with with someone with their credit, even if there's challenges. I always tell people, I'm not looking for a specific credit score when I'm analyzing your loan application, but I want to see that there's things on your credit report that show that we're going to be paid back or that it's likely we're going to be paid back. Um, If you come to us and every trade line, like every credit card, every car uh, note or um, bill that you've taken on has gone into collections, that's probably going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. So what I recommend um, if that's a situation that you're in, because let's be real, sometimes there are things that are unavoidable that happen and, you know, credit can get messed up. There's a lot of nonprofit organizations in the Cleveland area that will sit down with you and work with you on your credit. So I would recommend, you know, contacting like 2 one get in touch with those free credit counseling agencies and credit coaching agencies, and start to analyze like what's on your credit and how you may be able to start settling some of those debts. It may be that your counselor refers you back to us. And instead of doing a business loan to start with, maybe we do a personal loan, one of our standard loans and help you get taken care of some of that credit stuff going on. Um, so maybe, like, I don't want to say consolidate, but that's what we're doing, right? We're consolidating mm-hmm. some of those delinquent debts, getting those paid so that you can come back and do a business loan or do a business loan with another alternative lender.
1: Yeah. How many uh, people do you have that, that you work with who, you know, are really gung ho, you know, ready to go with their business and find out that they need to step go back a few steps and kind of clean up, you know, their own personal financial situation? You know, does that discourage people? Um, do you find or are, are most people willing to kind of go through the process?
2: I've been really pleasantly surprised that so many people have been willing to go through the process and and or have already started doing it because they're working with Jumpstart or they're working with another organization who's already kind of flagged them that their personal credit is going to affect their business. So I think that that's a really nice shift that I've seen in, like, the small business assistance that's been going on is that people are much more clear that this is going to be an expectation of funders. Um, And I think people ultimately, you know, if you're serious about your business, you're going to do what needs to be done. And we're here to support you and Jumpstart's here to support you and all the other organizations in Cleveland that support small businesses. So you're not going to do it alone. Um, And and sometimes it's enough that we start to see that you're taking initiative and we may be able to fund you. So it's important to, you know, take that initiative, not be scared. Don't act like the, the credit's the elephant in the room. Get ready to address it and then
1: Yeah, I think it's important that you uh, mention that there are plenty of free resources here uh, in the city and the county to help you get your uh, financial situation, your credit back on track. Because, you know, there are a lot of businesses out there where you pay lots of fees in order to uh, repair your credit or rebuild your credit. Um, but that is not necessary. You can access uh, a lot of resources here in the city. Um, Patty, tell us about. Some of, the, some of those resources, those local resources that entrepreneurs can use to find funding for their businesses uh, in addition to uh, the Hebrew Free Loan Association?
3: Mm-hmm. So we are actually very lucky in Cleveland and, in, <clears throat> sorry, Cuyahoga County to have a lot of organizations to choose from. And I think it really goes back to understanding what you need the funds for so that you're able to find the right fit for the funding you're looking for. Um, So I'm really excited. We were able to add um, last year Kiva to the mix, which is a program that's coming out of California, but it's actually a crowdfunding source of capital for small businesses. So it really helps an entrepreneur uh, get supported by the community that they're going into. Mm. So it is almost like a A GoFundMe campaign, but for the business, Um, it enables, again, the community to support the businesses that they want to see in their community, thrive, have access to capital and be able to open their doors.
1: Um,
3: I also want to mention in general, and it it doesn't matter what city um, that the business is located in, but in Cleveland, especially, we are very lucky to have a very robust economic development department. Um, And that has a ton of resources and a ton of loan opportunities for small businesses located in the city. Um, So I definitely encourage anybody hoping and looking to open a business or even those that already have a business and need some additional capital to get in touch with the city's economic development department and see what funding is available there to make that project happen.
1: Mm-hmm. So we are uh, speaking with uh, Patty Idukovitz from jumpstart she is the <laughs> she is um, the manager of workshop workshops and advisory services over there and also Katie first she is the director of programming and community engagement uh, with HFLA of Northeast Ohio that is the Hebrew free loan Association so we are going to continue our jumpstart Friday conversation with our wonderful guests after we take a short break You are listening to our voices today here on W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM. I'm T.C. Lewis. We will be right back. Register to vote, election day is November 3rd, and it is very important that we vote. Many options have been given to us. You can vote online, by mail, or even in person. The deadline to vote online or to register for an absentee ballot is October 5th, and the ballot must be returned no later than October 31st. You also have the early voting, which starts Tuesday, October 6th, and ends Monday, November 2nd. Please, please vote. It's very important that you do so. Make no excuses. Your voice matters. This message was brought to you by WOVU 95.9 FM, a Burton Bell Car community radio station. Also streaming live at WOVU.org.
0: WOVU 95.9 FM, a Burton Bell Car community radio station in conjunction with Rainbow Terrace and the Box Spot retailers, present to you the Box Spot Halloween Candy Kickback. This is the face of the franchise, and we want to remind everybody to join us Saturday, October 31st from noon to four at 8005 Kinsman Road for the hottest party of Halloween. We've got music by our very own DJ, Chris Styles. You already know what it is. DJ Coco Z, which I'm pretty sure stands for zombie. We got a giant haunted house. We got lots of free candy, courtesy of the Candy Cupboard and the other box spot retailers. And you can win gift cards for best costume. All ages are welcome to participate. Young and old, win Dave's supermarket gift cards for registered voters. You can line dance for your favorite jams, tour to your favorite songs. Let me see that pumpkin bounce. (laughs) you must wear a mask. Social distancing boy be required and there will also be ponies <laughs> It's lit. come on you gotta come kicking with us at the best Halloween party in the neighborhood the Box Spot Halloween Kickback Saturday October 31st presented by W.O.V.U. and the Rainbow Terrace and Box Spot yes, retailers
1: definitely a spooky thank you to Rainbow Terrace and our Box Spot
0: retailers the candy covered
1: our Favorite Things Boutique, JB Grill, and I Specs Eyewear. We also give ghoulish amounts of gratitude to Ward 5 Councilwoman Phyllis Cleveland, Citizens for Our Children's Future, Issue 68, PC's for People, the Cleveland Police Association, Empower Clee, and of course, Burton Bell Car Development Incorporated and W.O.V.U., Ninety five point nine FM. <laughs> 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 it's
3: time
2: to
1: make the short story longer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! All right, we are back. You're listening to Our voices today on W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM, Burton Bell Car Community Radio. Man, I just always get thrown off when I hear that promo for our fabulous Halloween event. I love calling the things that we do extravaganzas because it will be an extravaganza of delightfully spooky delights. You know what I'm saying? A haunted house. We got ponies. Come on, ponies. It's going to be ponies on Kinsman. I mean, back in the old days, you know, when Kinsman was named Kinsman, there were plenty of horses up and down Kinsman Road. But we are bringing them back. We're going back to the way back to bring you some good, wholesome fun for our uh, Cleveland neighborhood. Bring your kids, bring your brothers, your sisters, your family. Come dressed up. Come masked up. And uh, take the task up to keep everyone safe. But free candy, you know, gift cards, prizes, live music. Oh, my God. It's going to be uh, a load of fun. You do not want to miss it. October 31st at the Box Spot 8005 Kinsman Road. And speaking of the Box Spot, of course, it's Jump Start Friday. And uh, uh, some of our Jump Spot, I mean, I'm sorry, some of our Box Spot retailers have uh, definitely utilized the resources that jumpstart has to offer you know we've spoken with um uh the owner of our favorite things boutique at the box spot also jv grill and they you know shared their experience of how jumpstart has helped them connect to resources uh to fund their businesses especially during this time of COVID. now i want to uh remind everyone that is jumpstart friday we have on the line with us Patty I. Dukovitz. She is the manager of workshops and advisory services at Jumpstart, supporting the educational programming and providing assistance in other areas. And then we also have Katie First. She is the director of programming and community engagement at the Hebrew Free Loan Association. Katie, I feel like I'm saying your last name wrong. It's just first. First. But you're good. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So uh, (laughs) we are talking about, yeah, how businesses, how Jumpstart can help businesses get funded and how HFLA can help you do that, especially when, you know, uh, we're in a time, still in a time where it can be hard for minority-owned businesses to connect or develop relationships with banks. That is something that we've been hearing a lot about as we move through this election season um a lot of and and we talk about the state of our communities you know the black community in particular is a heavily unbanked uh population meaning that uh, a lot of us do not participate in the formal banking system like with a checking account at a credit union or um another banking institution tell us um Patty or Katie, how that affects, you know, um, your prospects of uh, obtaining funding from outside sources to start your business or keep it going. Katie, do you want to take a stab at this? You don't mind, Patty. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, let's go with uh, Katie (laughs) and then Patty.
2: All right. So, you know, that's a really real issue and I'm glad that you brought it up because, and it's just so unfortunate, you know. You drive into black and brown communities, and you don't always see banks. And what you do see are places where you can cash checks or get a payday loan. And those are just so dangerous um, because you're paying so many fees, and you don't have access to be able to just log in and you know make a deposit remotely. Um, it's it's not a requirement. For our regular loans, that you have a bank account, but it is for our business loans because we need to know that the business can accept funds and you know be able to send funds in and out. Um, so I highly recommend you know if you're unbanked right now that that's something that you'd want to talk about with a banker. And there's so many reasons for not having a bank account. A lot of people you know mess up with overdraft fees, which completely needs to change and be overhauled in general. Um, but if something like that has happened to you and it's the reason why you don't have a bank account now, it definitely pays to look into like talking with a banker and understanding the different products because so many banks offer like second choice checking accounts where it's really difficult to overdraft. And even if you've been put into check systems and have been told that you may not be able to get a bank account, there's some options um, to kind of get you around that. So I highly recommend looking
1: into it. Yeah. And Patty, you know, uh, your take on this, you know, about uh, populations of people being unbanked, especially the black and brown communities, and how it could be make it more difficult to, uh, you know, obtain funding from these resources that you have.
3: Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned um, the credit union, TC, because that is actually something that I think is the future of really access to funding in the communities that have been historically unconnected to those resources um, a lot of times the folks that are you know staffing those organizations actually come from the communities and it's a lot e- easier of an experience to talk to somebody who who understands where their customers are coming from and can connect with them at that personal level I definitely can you know attest to To just in general access to capital being a scary conversation and I wish that our educational system worked a lot closer with young individuals to really teach them about anything from personal uh, credit like we talked earlier about to access to capital um, to just really managing your personal finances but I think overall as a community the more we speak about it the better the change uh, and the larger the change that we could see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's why it's really important. And I'm happy that we have these uh, discussions here on W over you, because these may be some things, some concepts, some even vocabulary that um the general public may be unaware of and maybe this is the first time hearing it or you know and and then once we hear things over and over again like we've been experiencing like right with our political climate um uh, it sinks in and you kind of absorb it and you you can uh open expand you know your mindset around uh this particular thing you know business and uh money so we talked about or patty you talked about um crowdfunding being a source of a way to uh, gather capital for business Um, we're talking about loans Uh, oh well this is one thing I wanted to uh, make clear to our listeners what is the difference between a traditional bank and a credit union and is there any difference in uh, the the funding like level or requirements you can get in terms of accessing loans for business Uh, Katie.
2: You're great. You're going to me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm in no way, shape, or form an expert on like banks or credit unions, but from my understanding, um, a credit union is technically owned by the community and by those that have an account. So you become a shareholder of that institution. uh, Whereas a bank is like insured by the FDIC and has you know, investments elsewhere, and I cannot mm-hmm. articulate this. Okay. Right
1: that. <laughs> like, no, no problem. My
2: understanding, credit unions, like Patty said, are a little more willing to work with you. And they understand your situation, um, and so it may be easier to get financing through them. They may not offer the same level of financing, so it might be smaller dollar loans, mm-hmm. but again, just like our loans at HSLA, it's a good foot in the door. It's a good place to start. Banks have you know huge loan products that you can get, but you're going to have to have your credit at a certain level, like a certain very excellent level, and have a very well-articulated mm-hmm. plan and everything to get those funds. So those in my mind are like a goal funds. and whereas these other alternative lenders and credit unions are kind of other places along the path to financing that you might stop first.
1: Sure. Thank you. Um Patty, what uh, how does how does a, a person or a business determine how much funding they need and where they need to uh, you know focus their efforts, whether it's a, a small amount or a large amount. Mm-hmm. So what I
3: always a small business when they approach me about funding is really creating the sources and uses statements first. And it kind of sounds scary, but really the sources um, are the funding that you need to pay for the project and the uses is what the funding is going to be spent for. So even though it's called sources and uses, you should start with the uses first as you're working on this statement and really understand what you need the capital for. Is it to purchase machinery and equipment? Is it for working capital to you know, build out the space or maybe pay for your staff? Um, do you need signage for the front of your store? It really is detrimental to understand what the money is being spent for because once we have an understanding of that portion, we can work together to um, identify the sources of the capital again, um there might be an organization that can help pay for all of those uh, uses of funds, however, there might also be alternative ways to help finance the project where a small portion of funding will come from a number of different resources
1: mm-hmm. yeah and uh and I'm sure that includes you know uh grant programs and uh different types of perhaps contests. I know uh, Jumpstart has a a few of those. Uh, One in particular that we want to make sure that we touch on is uh, the Core City Cleveland Pitch Competition. Uh, Patty, can you elaborate on that (laughs) for us? Of course. Um, So it's an exciting opportunity.
3: Um, It happens on November 18th, but for anybody who is interested in participating, definitely, uh, reach out to us by November twenty or November fifth when we have the first round of selection. Oh, that's so soon. the pitch call. Yes, yeah, it is soon. So definitely, if pitching is something that a business owner is interested in doing, I encourage you to reach out to us as soon as possible. But in general, pitches are an exciting way to be able to advertise your business in front of the audience as well as the judges and the organizations that are participating. We've had a number of businesses in our community that were actually able to take advantage of the different pitch competitions throughout the county and the city. We're able to promote their business but also show all of the stakeholders out there that they're serious about raising capital for their business and they're not scared of doing it by any means necessary. So on November 18th, uh, through Jumpstart's core city program, All of the small business owners have a chance to uh, to win twenty five hundred dollars, and all of the other participants will receive five hundred. So even though it's not a ton of money, you know mm -hmm. it is a move. It is a step in the direction of funding a project or just having some extra capital for your business.
1: Sure. And what all is involved in making a pitch? Uh, to a funder. And uh, I'm sure Jumpstart provides some training or mentorship around that. Yes.
3: So uh, in preparation for the ultimate pitch, we will offer one-on-one advising sessions with those interested in participating. But really, the pitch is an opportunity for an entrepreneur to tell us and the audience their story, why they started the business, What journeys have they been through since they started the business? And maybe what is the capital that they're looking for and what they're hoping to spend it on?
1: So, you know, is it is it as uh, high pressure as it seems like on uh, shows like the Shark Tank? You know, (laughs) is it (laughs) are we, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, are we going to get eaten up by sharks? Like, should we be like afraid (laughs) to do this or, you know, uh, is there a lot of support that we can lean on?
3: Yeah, definitely no sharks out there. Uh, we are a lot, a very supportive group of folks. Everybody, all the organizations really in Cleveland that work with entrepreneurs are there to support them and not eat them. Um, so I do, it, even though it might be scary, I do encourage anybody who wants to try out pitching to just sign up and start practicing. Um, it is a conversation. You know, there's no good or bad answers. It's just a way for us to get to know you and your
1: business awesome, and so you there's an the opportunity to win uh twenty five hundred dollars uh for your business, but you said you mentioned uh all of the participants leave with something at least five hundred dollars.
3: Yes, so all the participants who are able to pitch on November eighteenth
1: uh will leave with five hundred awesome, awesome, so um. Yeah. uh, Sorry, Katie. Katie, uh, how are you again? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, So, you know, let's talk about, I mentioned some other um, uh, steps, you know, that... A business owner can take to pursue funding we talked about you know a lot of different things uh, anything else that you know we should be aware of in terms of um, locating funding for our business locating that capital
2: yeah you know we talked about step one really being like know your credit score know what's on there step two knowing what you need, um, what you're trying to finance. I think I would add into that step and get help when needed, right? So reach out to Jumpstart and these organizations in Cleveland and Cuyahoga County that will help you to prepare these statements and to know, you know, what the funder is looking for document-wise. Um, my third, like, step for entrepreneurs and business owners is to – Own your numbers and own your documents. So even if you get help with another organization, like do not just create something or kind of spit numbers into a a software and then think that you're good with that business plan or those projections. Like know those numbers, know what you have in there, take it to heart and be ready to articulate that and tell that to a funder. Because at the end of the day, you're going to end up kind of doing that pitch Um, in the form of a loan committee with us at HSLA. And that's going to be virtual now because, of course, we're being safe. But we want to know that you can talk about your business, that you know your numbers, you know your competitive advantage, you know why, you know, you think you'll be successful. And you're going to kind of convince us of that so that we can fund you. Um, I think it's important to explore all different options for funding, So, you know, talking to someone like Patty at Jumpstart and understanding everything that's out there, thinking outside the traditional box. A lot of entrepreneurs, um, especially black and brown entrepreneurs, think, oh, well, I can't get a loan at the bank, so I can't get a business loan. Well, let's dispel that myth and let's take a step back and say, okay, we might not be ready for bank financing yet. That doesn't mean we'll never be there. But there are other options, like we talked about today, that might help get you there. So you might have to sm- start with a smaller dollar than you want to. Um, you know, you might have a, a, you look at all the sources and the uses and you think, man, I need $100,000 to finance this or more. But what can I do with 10000 or 20000 And how can I get my business started and generating money so that I have more capital to put in? I have better credit. I have better numbers to show to those bigger funders down the line and to obtain the larger funding and and get things going. You know, entrepreneurship and business ownership is a journey. Um, I don't think it happens for most people that if you just snap your fingers and everything's good and you're up and running where you want to be. But just be ready for that, that journey and to go on that and be dedicated to it.
1: Is it easier uh, for a business to have uh, multiple individuals involved in terms of uh, getting funding, obtaining funding, like a a team? Like yeah, like partners. Like rather than being an individual, just you on your own. Is it easier when you have partners? Yes.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. And the good thing is that Patty said at one point, you know, we're so lucky to have the supports in Cleveland and in Cuyahoga that we do. And the great thing is that we all talk to each other. So, you know, HFLA talks with Jumpstart, talks with ECDI, talks with the SBDCs, talks with the city of Cleveland. And we have navigated um, business owners successfully through our different uh, different options that we have. And I think it's important to be open and honest with the people that you're working with, you know, about the fact that, You're comfortable with them telling your story, you know, to others. Um, There's just so many ways that all of these organizations come together to try and help entrepreneurs. But I know that it can be very overwhelming, you know, as a business owner to do that on your own. Know that you're not here alone and reach out to our organizations and accept those connections to other organizations so that you can get going again on that journey and become the successful entrepreneur and business owner that you want to be.
1: Yeah. I think it's really important to note that it's, it's not going to be just a one and done. Um, again, it's a, it's a process, it's a journey and it could be longer than you expected. So it's important to be patient and, uh, you know, listen to the people who know more than you. Right. Um, uh, oh man, I lost my question, but, um, Sorry. Give me one quick. Second. Oh, COVID-19. COVID-19. You know, businesses have, uh, uh, I blame it on the pr- debate, y'all. I blame it on the debate. I'm a little tired, but <laughs> we are going to make it through because it's Jumpstart Friday. But COVID-19 has affected, uh, uh, you know, large amounts of uh, small businesses uh, all across the country, especially here in Cleveland, how has Jumpstart and HFLA uh, been supporting uh, businesses uh, through the COVID 19 pandemic? And Patty, we'll start with you.
3: Yeah, uh, so COVID obviously surprised us all, and it was really hard for the small businesses who were forced to shut down. So at first, we were really doing a lot of one on one advising with our clients to see how they could pivot in their business. To make sure that even through the shutdown when none of the customers could go there in person, they might be able to still produce the revenue needed to keep their business going. And then secondly, we also worked with our uh, clients on really finding access to capital needed and again helped fill out those applications for whether it's the EIDL loan or PPP through the SBA, or any of the local organizations that were so gracious to put out products available for small businesses to help them during those rough times.
1: And Katie? Sure. So
3: we also would try
2: to um, steer all of our existing business owners towards those different resources, grant funding that was av- available during the pandemic. Um, we also worked with our existing borrowers to you know, modify their payments if they weren't having the same level of volume that they normally would. Um, And then we did offer, well, we still offer um, COVID-19 relief loans. So we have those for individuals that go up to $1,500 that are no interest, of course, like all Mm -hmm. of our loans. We also have a $5,000 option for business owners. Now, there's two caveats with that. So the business would have had to have been around for at least a year from when the pandemic really kind of hit us in March of 2020. So if your business has been around since March, 2019 and you were affected financially by the pandemic, you may be eligible. Um, What we're asking for, for these business owners is that they, again, be able to articulate this and talk about it, talk about the plan for how you've kind of navigated the pandemic so far and what you plan to do to continue moving forward. But these, again, are a no-interest option. They can be extremely helpful. um, And, you know, they may be a bridge between you getting grant funding or getting funding elsewhere, but please know that it's an option, and you can access these on our website, which is www.interestfree.org.
1: Yeah. um, Patty, how does, you know, what's going on in Congress right now in terms of uh, this stimulus package that they're trying to get uh, agreements on, you know, to help support not only the uh, citizens, regular citizens, but also business owners. How important is the impact of government legislation on small business, especially, you know, during this time uh, of uncertainty? It's huge. I mean,
3: every entrepreneur that I've talked to since COVID started is struggling. I mean, there is no other way to put it. And the the capital that is accessible for them, you know, went out quickly. And so a lot of entrepreneurs were still left without any federal assistance. And we really, we can use as much of it as possible because our entrepreneurs are the blood life of our communities. And if they fail, we all fail.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So we, oh, go ahead.
3: uh, I just wanted to follow up on something that Katie said before. And really when we talk about the lending ecosystem and just now when Katie spoke about everything that HFLA is doing during the pandemic, that's sort of the benefit of the alternative lenders that the borrowers who go through those alternative resources are not left alone. Like Mm -hmm. they would be at the bank. So even though it might not be the ultimate Loan from the bank, it really is that educational process that advising that is so beneficial to a starting entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. this is what they get from the alternative lenders.
1: Yeah, what what is it uh, you know that we can look forward to um, in the business landscape? You know, looking into the future. I know right now, you know, uh, we we seem to be on shaky ground, but you know, business ownership, entrepreneurship, um, owning you know your source of income has been um a path that you know most people take to lead to you know build wealth in their families you know what what do you see I guess what are you hearing from your clients and and what do you see um from the industry perspective on you know the outlook uh, uh of small business uh patty
3: I think um I,
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry
3: go ahead Katie. <laughs> thanks so like patty said
2: you know a lot the bulk of our business owners, you know, have reached out and, and are having struggles at this time. But what's so refreshing to hear is that, you know, they've, they've not given up hope. They still are out there hustling every day, doing what they do, thinking of brand new ways to get their services or their products out there and in safe ways to the community. And I think that's really hopeful and indicative of the future that, You know, the entrepreneurial mindset is something that is not easily crushed despite a global pandemic. We still have people that are, you know, interested in bettering their lives, bettering their communities, making their dreams of business ownership happen. And I think that, you know, as we continue to recover and hopefully we will get more government help with this as well, that we'll continue to see businesses rebound um, and, and new businesses spring up.
1: Yeah, well, thank you uh, so much, uh, Katie. First, you are the director of programming and community engagement at with the Hebrew Free Loan Association of Northeast Ohio, and Patty Idukovitz, a manager of workshops and advisory services. At our wonderful partner here at w o v u um as we you know go into the final minutes of the show and wrap up for this week um again i appreciate you for coming on what i guess what are the the main takeaways uh we can send off with our listeners uh in our con- from our conversation today about uh you know accessing funding uh for your small business uh patty
3: yes so i would say do not give up uh you know know your numbers know your personal credit there's a ton of organizations out there and our mission really is to support you on your entrepreneurial journey and so even if one of the organizations cannot help you because maybe you are too early stage or your credit is not up to snuff don't be discouraged where they, when they refer you to another organization. As Katie had said, we really have a very good ecosystem around our entrepreneurs here in Cleveland. And if one of us cannot help you, we will send you to another organization that can help you at that time. So don't be discouraged. Definitely reach out as soon as possible. Um, be open to advise. And um, we're all out there for you. And we really just want to see everybody succeed.
1: Awesome. Thank you. And Katie, did you, did you speak on that?
3: I did
2: not, but I echo everything Patty says. I also um, emphasize, you know, we talked about know what your credit score is and, and be ready for that, too. So get help if you need it and call 211, which is United Way's first call for help. If you do need to get referred to a credit counseling agency, don't fall for a scam. Don't pay someone. Get it done for free.
1: Yes. Don't fall for a scam and don't pay someone. There is so much free help out here, y'all, for to get yourself started, your business or to, uh, you know, if you're stuck, if you need to, you know, figure out how to pivot and you don't know what to do, give a call to Jumpstart uh, and, uh, you know, get on track with them. There's great uh, resources, great mentors, you know, everyone involved with Jumpstart is a a business professional in some capacity so you really you cannot go wrong uh by contacting jumpstart and uh, i'm going to give you their phone number here it is 216-363-3400 216-363 3400 is the telephone number, and of course, you can visit them online at Jumpstart INC. Dot O-R-G. That's jumpstartinc.org. Thank you again to q Katie and Patty, for joining us on the show today. And also thank you to uh, Tasia Duckworth and Vicki McDonald, again, for coordinating and curating these wonderful uh, conversations. Thank you to our listening audience for tuning in. And uh, I'm going to go out today uh with you know a special song that i think is you know appropriate as we sign off for jumpstart friday uh it is coming up here yes we all remember this song yeah yeah it's gonna get us jazzed up for the (laughs) weekend all right you know so Thank you so much, uh, Jumpstart Friday listeners. Thank you so much, OVT listeners and all of WOVU. We are going to uh, end it there. Uh, have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. Please go out and vote. Whether you do it now, super early, or whether you're going out on November 3rd, make sure you know what's on your ballot. You can easily find that out. You can uh, go to, you know, Ballotpedia.com or you can just go directly to to the Board of Elections website boe.cuyahogacounty.gov and you just click on what's on my ballot. Very important information Uh, and make sure if you still desire to receive a ballot in the mail you have until October 31st to uh request a ballot but anyway go out and vote everybody and make sure you meet asia she's going to be in her her b costume on sunday down at the board of elections have a wonderful wonderful day stephanie phelps is coming up next and then of course Z and all of our wonderful programming here on W.O.V.U. And remember, meet us at the Box Spot October 31st from 12 to 4 p.m. for the W.O.V.U. Halloween Candy Kickback. And meet all of our, You feel War 5 Councilwoman Phyllis Cleaver is going to be there. I saw her yesterday. She was like, oh, yeah, TC, I'm going to be right there. So we're going to see her there, and we're going to see you there October 31st at the Box Spot. Enjoy your day. FM, a Burton Bell car community radio station in conjunction with Rainbow Terrace and the Box Spot Retailers presents the Box Spot Halloween Candy Kickback Saturday, October 31st from 12pm to 4pm 8005 Kinsman Road, right up the street from the WOVU Studios we will have live music with our favorite DJs our music director DJ Chris Stiles and the one and only dj coco z so come and kick it with us again for halloween have some spooky fun in our giant haunted house lots and lots and lots of free candy courtesy of the candy cupboard win gift cards for the best costume contest for all ages and registered voters can enter a raffle to win 20 dollars day supermarket gift cards dance to your favorite music of course line dancing will be on deck and as always you must wear a mask and physical distancing guidelines will be enforced so come on out october 31st the box spot halloween candy kickback special thanks to rainbow terrace and our box spot retailers the candy Cover, our favorite things boutique jv grill and iSpecs specs eyewear we also give special thanks to ward 5 councilwoman phyllis cleveland citizens for our children's future issue 68 pcs for people the cleveland police association empower cleave and of course burton bell car development incorporated and wovu 95.9 fm burton bell car community radio
0: this program is sponsored by citizens for our children's future In these challenging days, Cleveland's children need Issue 68. It's a necessity for a better education, a better life. Issue 68 provides the teachers, programs, and technology that will keep reading and math scores rising and the graduation rate
2: climbing. If Issue 68 fails, essential funding runs out, a severe setback for kids. Your vote will keep Cleveland's kids moving ahead. Vote for Issue 68. Supported by Citizens for Our Children's Future and W.O.V.U. 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell car, community radio station.
1: W.O.V.U. L.P. Cleveland.
0: What are you looking for in radio? Illumination? Inspiration? Celebration? Or revelation? How about fascinating guests, stimulating stories, Thought provoking solutions. It's time for another look at life with Stephanie Phelps. Here's Stephanie.
3: Hi, everybody. I'm Stephanie Phelps. It's Friday and time.